0: hi this is john barnes and you're listening to Copon.
1: hello everybody hello um this episode of Copon podcast is dedicated to edson arantz Donascimento, or pele uh excuse my brazilian accent but i'm trying um you know it's amazing his wikipedia page is absolutely amazing. You know, like, for example, just the first paragraph of his early years, Pelé was born Edson Aranche de Nascimento on the 23rd of October, 1940, in Tres Caros, Minas Gerais, Brazil, the son of Fluminense footballer Don Dinho, born João Ramos de Nascimento, and Celeste Aranche. He was the elder of two siblings and was named after the American inventor Thomas Edison. I never knew that. I never knew that. Um, check out his Wikipedia page, R I P to, to Pele. It's useless to have an argument about who's the greatest of all time. We can just marvel in the genius and the greatness of the man who never forgot his roots, who was human. A humanitarian and, uh, you know, champions the plight of poor people across the world, as well as coining the term, I believe, the beautiful game and, you know, making it beautiful. And speaking of the beautiful game, I'm here with a uh, special guests. Spider might be joining at any moment. Um, uh, but at the moment, I've got uh, I've got Jack from Anfield Road TV. I've got Nigel Cody, and a special guest I'm going to start with because he's only got about ten minutes before he has to. You know, he's got Christmas duties with the family. Lee Chappie is here. Lee Chappie, absolutely wonderful to have you with us. Huge Leicester fan, thank you so much for taking the time. No,
0: honestly, thank you for having me on again, Owen. Um, been on the show a few times, so yeah, it's good to good to be back. Oh man, it's such a pleasure to have you with us. But
1: Leicester, I mean, I don't know, I don't know. I saw, I'm sorry, I watched it. <laughs> The Newcastle debacle. I I wish I hadn't. I wish I hadn't. (laughs) Did you go? Did you go to the No, I watched
0: watched it. I did a a, a live stream and and watched it at home. Um, God, I wish I hadn't. Uh, 90 seconds in, penalty given away. And I knew from the moment that went in, I knew it was going to be a long, long 90 minutes. And boy, hell, was it a long 90 minutes. Um, We had our first shot on about 80, about the 83rd minute, actual first proper shot on target. Uh, just and that's at home, just embarrassing. I mean, not good enough. That's that's
1: definitely. I mean, I saw it, it was long enough for me. I was like, oh my god, this (laughs) is I could could only imagine the pain you were going through. Yeah, but that that may be, but then you know, that made me think, oh, you know, Brendan Rodgers, Leicester City, Leicester City have been in trouble. And you know, I remember the the horrible run of results you started the season with, but apart from the game against Newcastle, um. You've actually had some good results. I mean, you had some good results before the World Cup, right? There was a bit of an up.
0: Yeah, I think the, the momentum, just unfortunately, uh, I think the World Cup started the wrong time for Leicester because we were just building. And, uh, you know, that big gap has almost... Looks like it's set us back again. Um, I mean, it's not just that. We've obviously lost our key player, James Madison. Looks like he's not going to be fit for this fixture again. Mm. Um, We've lost uh, He's kind of like a replacement player that we bring on, uh, Dennis Pratt, Belgium international. He's out as well. Yeah. More injuries, more woes, more sorrow. Oh no. <laughs> but, but do you expect some kind of reaction? Are they gonna no. you know, dig in and snarl <laughs>
1: away or are they gonna disappear like a like a fart into the oh, hallway?
0: It's um the latter, mate. The latter. It's gonna be oh, a dear. a bristle sprout fart down the oh old way. No. Oh no. Uh, no, it's just, it's. I, I don't know, you know, we've got some couple of decent results against you guys over the last few fixtures. I know, so the one in February we lost, but I think, is it last two out of three that we've won or something? I don't know, two and, oh, two and three. Well, yeah. something, it's something like that. But, something like that. But yeah. overall, the history is not great against Liverpool anyway. Um, I think it's something like 17 fixtures you've beat us. I, I can't remember the, the exact figures, but I know that you've, you've Stomped us a fair few times Um and I'll be honest with you I'm, I'm not After the Newcastle game I'm just not very confident At all Until Whenever Madison's back Just not confident whatsoever. When
1: is that? When
0: is it uh, It's It's got no return date now Um, He's having a second opinion A second opinion on his knee uh, He's in London at the minute So who knows? Right and say. Oh, well, I'm
1: so sorry. Sorry for him. Sorry for all the Leicester fans out there. Um Because oh, no. he was—he's your top scorer this season on seven goals. I heard.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, it's just the reason why he should have always went to the World Cup in the first place. Let alone, you know, Gareth Southgate. Not, it, it wouldn't have picked him if it if it weren't for the public outcry and the media outcry. It wouldn't have gone anyway. But there's no point in him going anyway because he didn't get sniffed, did he? Let's be honest. Well,
1: I mean, Gareth Southgate—he's he, got—he's got a thing against creative players. No. Yeah. Um, Man, it's it's pretty, uh, it's pretty. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's tough. It's tough for Leicester. But, I mean, have you got any good players? What about Harvey Barnes? Is he he seems showing signs of coming back a bit to his yeah, best. Yeah,
0: you, you, look, you've, you have still got some decent players. Don't forget Jamie Vardy as well against Liverpool. He does like to play against Liverpool. He's got a fair few goals against you boys. If Brendan doesn't start him, I will be screaming out Brendan Rogers again because um, some of the decisions he makes I still, I still don't understand. Um I mean we're 2-0 no down against Newcastle with not one shot on in the in the first half. The second half you expect him to make, you know, loads of changes. He makes one and typical Brendan, 70th minute he decides to make you know two more when the game's already done. It, it it does baffle you sometimes. I'm sure you guys know about Brendan, seeing as he's been with you guys before. Um, his excuses at post match as well. When he, when we lose, he never ever accepts defeat by himself. He never puts his hands up and says, "Yes, it was it's my fault." It yeah. always uses something. Uses <laughs> yeah. the fan. He you know, blamed the fans. Not long ago, like Man, just. Did-
1: did he did he pull up pull up the the line when you lost? I didn't see his post match uh, after Newcastle. What did he say we showed some fight? Yeah, going really down. Or when, or what, what what
0: what 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 fight? When what fight? Eighty second minute was the fight. Was it? Absolutely oh. awful. It was a uh, fight, so not fight. It was <laughs>
1: yes. I saw a oh. photo on the internet of a frog that had swallowed <laughs> a snake. Did you see that one? And yeah. the snake was sort of. Had been swallowed and had died, and it sort of—it was screaming inside the frog's throat. Are you, are you, I mean, are you
0: implying something. something? Are you implying?
1: Well, no, I mean, I mean, I'm saying nothing about anything in particular. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that you know, even a even a swallowed snake. Can show some fight at the end because oh, he God, seemed to be yeah. a bit annoyed. But uh, he should have should have started fighting as soon as the frog turned up. The anyway.
0: thing is, I, I don't want to turn on Brendan because we at, at the end of the day we have been quite successful under him. We you know we've had a few top six finishes. We've had an FA Cup in the first time in history. So yeah. you've got to, I, I suppose, you've got to weigh it up. But I don't like that this Leicester at the minute. The, the 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 Foxes never quit is our slogan, but I've not seen that for quite a while now. Yeah, well, I'm sorry for that. And um, well, let's
1: quickly have 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 a team prediction from you because i know you've got a chip off very soon so what's uh <laughs> what's what what do you reckon they're gonna get? who's who's your goalie these days Are um we've got scared? one of
0: we've got one of your uh ex-players believe it or not in goal um no, if, if you remember if you remember danny ward danny ward is still there and he gets games yes that's right he's wow. he's in this he's our number one believe it or not okay after Kasper schmeichel walked um he went to nice. yes. He I'm sure sunshine. we're going to get a story about that at some point as well. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, as someone who has
1: emigrated to France, I left 14 years ago that I, I, I heartily recommend it. Sorry
0: for Leicester fans. <laughs> but I mean, you know, it's quite nice here. Um, anyway. We've got no right back. Uh, Ricardo Pereira, our proper right back, is is out. So Timothy Castagna will fill in that role. Um, and James just in out again till the end of the season. So we've got uh, a young Syston boy from Leicester, uh, Luke Thomas, in at left. That hasn't that won't be changed. Um, the back line, I reckon Amate will get dropped after that penalty that was given away at Newcastle. So I am reckon it will be Kagarlasun to the Turkish international and uh, Volt Fars, our new uh, Belgium international defender. He's supposed
1: it's, to be good. He's yes. He's
0: really good. He's been very, very good since he's come in and replaced Wesley Fofana. Fofana who? <laughs> and um, unfortunately, though, against Newcastle, he was probably more uh, Sancho Bob than uh, Walt Farr. he wasn't very good against Newcastle. It was his worst game, I'd say, so far. But, you know, we're all, we're all allowed stinkers. And uh, hopefully that was just the one. Mm-hmm. Um, Wolfie Ndidi might return um, from injury this time round with a full match. I'm not sure. He's still being sort of slowly, you know, introduced back into the things. If not, it will be Sumare in the middle. Jorah Tielemans will obviously start. Uh, It's probably the only main man we've got that can really provide something. Uh, KDH, I reckon, will start as well. Kian and Drusbee Hall, um, very energetic and uh, does. Does a lot uh, unnoticed, I think doesn't doesn't get quite the credit that he deserves. I don't think, but you know, time will tell with KDH. Harvey Barnes goes left. I reckon it's going to be Marco Brighton or Perez because Old Brighton started for Leicester last time against you guys, and uh, although I don't think he's um, the greatest anymore, he still provides something down that right side for for Leicester. Jamie Vardy will be up top, I reckon. Pats and Daka will get benched. Personally, well, okay. I reckon you go out with the big guns with Jamie Vardy to start this. You've okay. got to. And what sort of score are you thinking? Three one Liverpool. Three one Liverpool. Yeah. You don't
1: back your boys at all. No, You're going no. in there with no hope. No. no hope. There's no hope. There's no
0: faith. It's There's no point. Time. There's no point lying. There's no point lying when you when you know when you feel it, you feel it. And I don't feel. Yeah, this time around, sorry.
1: That's fair enough. I've predicted uh, many losses for Liverpool pre-match in the past. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Lee Chappie, everybody. Really, really great to have you with us. And, And tell people about your... Your channel, what's going Yeah, on
0: yeah, the YouTube, the YouTube stuff. I am starting to do some neutral stuff as well, so not just doing uh, Leicester stuff. Uh, it is a Leicester kind of base channel, uh, but a lot of the subscribers are mixed. It's not Leicester fans. I do get a lot of mixed uh, coming in because I I do loads of stuff elsewhere as well. So you uh, find me at Lee underscore Chappie on all socials and, uh, and and just ping me in in the old YouTube search by you'll find me. not hard to find. Excellent stuff. And I'll put a link in the description of this podcast. So thank you
1: so much, Lee uh have a great new year my friend uh, yeah thank you for the, the football thank and you. uh you know enjoy enjoy see you later guys see you later, bye-bye excellent stuff and then there were four spiders joined spider how are you well fine I'm man I'm, I'm on here we go uh i'm, I'm good lad
2: yourself yeah i just had a bit of hassle trying to get on with the bloody pc for about five minutes now but. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, I was just sitting there going beep, 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 beep. Saying, what? What's that? And something was loose, so I just pushed it back in. That's how it that was.
1: Oh well done. Well done. Yeah, uh, yeah, well I mean you you know, you haven't missed any any um any yeah. chance to interject because okay. that was a that was a quick uh, speedy, quick fire question answer with Lee Chappie before he had to read his kids and- a, bed, a bedtime story, you know. So that's good, good for him. How are you feeling um, about, uh, you know, about Leicester City? Are you feeling excited?
2: I am. I am actually. You know, I, I just think you know. There's a lot of up, there's a lot of upbeat about Liverpool this week, especially with the, the new signing and your know, potential sightings And the, there's latest news coming in of you know, Kai is supposed to be kind of pretty nailed down for uh, for at least a chat about him. So we'll see. You know that there's there's rumours going on that they're they're talking to him at the moment, and we'll see. But uh, look, it's 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 a good time to be a Liverpool fan right now. We're we're on the up. We're winning games in a row. Um, we're, we're back to kind of looking a bit consistent, uh, which I like. Uh, even after losing the likes of Jota and um, you know, uh, Luis Diaz at the same time. And um, and yeah, So, so for, for me, I, I I'm upbeat about tomorrow. I'm looking forward to the game tomorrow, and I want to see. You know a noisy anfield i want to see an anfield that's not you know feeling as low as what it did uh a few a couple of months back you know i know they were always behind the boys but there was inklings of maybe two years ago when we lost verge and we had that bad period of six losses at home and everybody was a bit downtrodden and you could feel it around and you could you could see it in the fans you know so um, I'm 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 optimistic now going forward to the second half of the season. I said it to Jack that I think that we could win the most points in the second half of the season. Out of all the teams that are in the top level, um, I think that Arsenal will slip up. I think that City will slip up. I think United and Spurs will slip up the most. Um, and I I do believe that Newcastle will be kind of just there and thereabouts for the end of the season. So we will see. Yeah, I do I do believe that they're 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 fighting hard, but have they got the 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 medal to, to, to kind of the metal to kind of stay with us and stay with everybody else at the end or will it chop and change. I and will cause the biggest upsets? Well, I love it. I love all that
1: optimism. You're like, mm. uh, you're like Napoleon when he was yeah. Surrounded by the the armies of the of the Sixth Coalition, and he had yeah. only forty thousand troops, and he went to meet two hundred and fifty thousand troops, and got four military victories in six days, yeah. that's uh, including a couple of days off. But you're feeling like Napoleon, pretty much crossing yeah. the Rhine. Excellent stuff. I'm happy. Yeah. Um, excellent. Well, that's absolutely superb, Jack. Um, are you going to go to the match, Jack from Anfield Road TV?
3: Yeah, it was meant to be going but my mates obviously it's uh he's the one in charge of the season ticket so yeah i am um, enough i'm not mate but uh, as i can't really follow the Napoleon quotes and everything but i open hoping and klopp and and anfield can be roaring their way to victory and and as spider said uh, and as we'll discuss tonight it's obviously hopefully the the good feel good factor um Obviously, chappie just absolutely spot on what he spoke spoke about with Leicester. And um, they could be potentially be part party poopers, but it's down to the players fundamentally as well as the supporters. I think if we can get a quick start, um, it sets us up really well um, going into tomorrow, tomorrow evening's game. Is.
1: and uh, yeah, I mean, you know, like so, like all of us, all of us, most of us, you're going to watch it, um, you know, on a screen and stuff, you know. And yeah. who's been? Who are you most looking forward to? Who's going to light up? the screen, because for me, it's Darwin. I can watch that guy yeah. all day. What about
3: yeah. you? Yeah, it's going to be Darwin, mate. Obviously, we, we, all four of us and everyone listening probably spent all of us a lot of time on social media. And I've been probably one of the biggest advocates of obviously pre-signing Darwin Nunes. I was one of those people that people on social media are going, oh, you watch 90 minutes of him. But it was, it was <laughs> what I've not seen a lot of players do what he done in 90 minutes. Like he could have come away with five goals that night it is movements yes he's very raw 23 years old whatever age he is and obviously getting that third goal very pivotal role um down that what in the wide area obviously cutting it back across the box to obviously get B- the and um, get his third goal so he's got he's doing everything mate but as i said he's he's chaos but he's got he's a good chaos and if you throw into the cauldron and the mix a young dutch youngster in the name of Gakpo, um adding him into the mix, especially with obviously jota and uh Luis Diaz um out due to injury. I still think Liverpool have got a lot of flair going forward and and if it is the case this season, as Spider alluded to, if we need to beat go a bit more heavy metal where it's a bit chaos. Not ideal for us fans, but if we have to score, if we need win need to win games 2s four, four or whatnot, then long may it be. And uh it makes for an exciting season mate.
1: <laughs> i can't wait i can't wait Nigel i couldn't believe it i mean as as Jack was saying there Darwin was was amazing Against Villa, and they were singing a stupid song about him being like Andy Carroll. I think this is one of the things where Liverpool fans know, and the rest of the world doesn't know. Like people were sleeping about Bobby Firmino for so long. People didn't realize how good we were when Virgil signed. We knew we had something, we were on the verge, on the cusp of something unbelievable. And now with Darwin, um, he's really,
4: he's really something. I love his crazy. I love his crazy. Yeah, he's great. I, I really like him as well. I think, um, listen, we seem to be kind of the victims of a, I said it last night, I think on somewhere, uh, some public format or something like that, uh, that we are the victims of a kind of a slander campaign. Like nothing said about Grealish, about wan Bissaka, about Maguire, all English players. The only things have been said about foreign players and guys who play for Liverpool. Th- this absolutely smacks of xenophobia. Like Jack Grealish, was a hundred million. Uh, Darwin Nunes was not a eighty million. He was eighty million euros, sixty five million pounds. Big difference. Allison has more assists than Jack Grealish has, and <laughs> would probably would probably would probably do better outfield than Grealish at the moment. You know, uh, well, the only one thing about Grealish that, that's ahead of Allison in stats is he dives more than Allison does. <laughs> <laughs> very true, very yeah. true. But um, uh, well, yeah, I mean,
1: there was someone. There was a, there was a Man- Mancunian journalist. Mark Ogden or something like that. His name is, can't remember his first name. His second name is Ogden. He weirdly um, tweeted a comparison between Jack Grealish and Darwin Nunes, and I don't really want to give him any any airtime to talk about him. But it's like I think your duty as a journalist is is to actually try and like look into the you know batshit ideas you have. Uh, just to see if there's any kind of, you know, truth to them. There is zero truth. Um, Grealish, I think, since the start of last season has has four goals and uh, Darwin has five in, 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 and he's averaging.
4: Oh, I don't know. I could go on, but I can't. I mean, it's just blatantly obvious that Darwin's amazing. Oh, I, d- I did media studies for two years mm-hmm. in college, and what I was told, journalism was part of the, the curriculum, and what I was told was, don't be biased, you know, g- keep a kind of a neutral stance on everything. And uh, these guys are just putting the boots in. How can Gabrielle Agbon Lahore? It was a head like, was a head like Humpty Dumpty. <laughs>
3: get me started, Nigel.
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs> the the decorated like Gabriel Agbon
4: uh-huh. It's a good job he's only on the radio because, oh my God, he's absolutely terrible. I haven't listened to much of them, but I've seen some comments and oh Jesus, no,
1: no, there's loads of them. Lee Dixon, I had the displeasure of listening to his commentary the other the other day on some kind of match, and it's like what, like are you are you even real? Like I don't know, is there any electricity in your brain, man? I don't know. Very xenophobia, strange. xenophobia, and they probably spell it with a Z. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. But uh, yes, okay. But, you know, Darwin, I mean, I can't wait to watch the guy. Um, um, And also, of course, we've got a new player, Cody Gakpo. I I want to try something, okay? I want to do a sort of debate style thing where I'm going to give you a premise and you have to say yes, you agree or no, you don't agree first, okay? And then I'm going to give you some facts. And then you can see if you've changed your mind. Okay. So the premise is thus, and all you need to say at this stage is yes, I agree, or no, I I, I disagree. Okay. The premise is Cody Gakpo is the new Thierry Henry. He will be as good as Thierry Henry. Spider, yes or no? No. No. Okay. Jack? No. Nope. Okay. Nigel? No. Okay, I've got my work cut out then. Okay, let me give you the case. He might not, he might not, (laughs) I admit. But 14 games in the Eredivisie this season. He was the player of the year last season. In 14 games, he's got nine goals and 12 assists from left wing. And the uh, argument against that, I know, I can see... the the the, i can see it whirring in your minds is that it's the dutch league you know obviously and that is you know it's an important thing the the level is way below the premier league but if you compare it okay so i've done my preparation for this i looked at mark overmars a left a winger right or left i can't remember but he played for ajax amsterdam he had 44 goals and 42 assists in 191 games in Amsterdam, before making the move to Arsenal, Robin or Barcelona and then Arsenal, I can't remember. But anyway, his record's way worse than Cody's. Robin, Ahien Robin, uh, he had 75 games at PSV Eindhoven, 21 goals and 21 assists. Very good from the wing. But not as good as our Cody this season. Memphis Depay was also at PSV Tobin. and he had 124 games there, 50 goals, and 29 assists. And I think Cody, even though yes, the sample size is very small because I'm going from this season, I think he's hit a level where he's gonna go absolutely stratospheric and you add that to a lot of reading i've been doing a lot of reading about his character you can find interviews with him he's a family man he's he's a grounded man his dad johnny Gakpo, played for togo international team and his mum was an international rugby player and They always had sports on in the house, he said. Uh, I'll try and find the exact quotes, but probably won't be able to now. But uh, yeah, so he said, I started at PSV when I was six years old and he had coaches. For example, Ruud van Nistelrooy became his striking coach from when he was 14 years old. And that's not bad. Bu Zenden, Bolo himself, was, uh, has been working with him on his weaker left foot. And he said, it's a challenge, but it's going better. And I like that. There's a lot of that in his story where he's worked his way. There was a scout who saw him, who also knew his dad in Toga. And he said to 14-year-old Cody that your dad was better than you at your age. Imagine hearing that as a 14-year-old. You'd be trying your best for years since you were six. And this guy comes along and said, yeah, but your dad's better. And then he said his dad also agreed. He said his dad thought he was 10 times better than him. But how does he react to that? He doesn't think, oh no, I'm, I'm not gonna live up to the old man's reputation. It inspires him to work harder. So he started working harder. And I just think it's just a, it's just a feeling. But if I look at his style of finishing, and if I look at the, the way that he's exploded, This year, even though it's the Dutch Eredivisie, I'm sticking my neck out and saying he's going to be as good as Thierry Henry. Maybe not now, maybe in one or two years, and then he will sustain it for three or four years. He's going to be an unbelievable player for us. Have I changed your mind, Spider? You
2: see, I'm I'm very very optimistic, right? But um, uh, for me to I, I will never come out and say the statement that uh, that somebody's going to be as good as Henri because I've seen it before. It happened to Marcus Babel, it happened to or oh, David and Gog was the next one, and then who was the other guy that was there? Bruno Sheru was the, going to be the next Zidane. And yeah, when but I hear they all, didn't
1: have the stats to they, back didn't,
2: him up. they didn't. They didn't. But I don't want to be the guy that comes out and says at first that I think he's going to be as good mm-hmm. as Henri. Do I think he's capable? Absolutely. Do I think I want to say that yet? No, because I want to see him in the first, after the first five games, I can turn around to everybody on Twitter and everybody on YouTube and say, this guy is going to be better than Henry. Watch, I'm telling you now. And then I can be, do about right now. The stats back him up in the Eredivisie. He needs to go and do it like Henry did it in the Premier League. And he needs to hit the ground running. If he has as good a stat as Luis Diaz, then we're in for a whirlwind right, to be honest with you
1: it's a great answer it's a great answer I like it a very grounded answer Uh, Jack have I have I lifted you off the ground or are you still planted there
3: it's it's the environment he's coming into in in it as well the environment it's an elite level environment that is very much unmatched apart from the likes of Real Madrid Manchester City and World Football and and the man that he's going to be managed um, by Jürgen Klopp we've seen Jossa come in um, probably took over by surprise I don't think we, had, we expected him to have the, the, the game-winning instinct uh, and and play, really. But as you mentioned, Owen, there, it was a great point. It was the, I picked up on the, the attitude of him by the sounds of it, as you alluded to. It's that, it's, it's, it's a profile that Liverpool very much do look at. Of course, fundamentally, the quality of the given player is paramount to any signing. But it's this environment that Liverpool have created. I think, uh, I'm paraphrasing, but Cody was come out yesterday and said in one of his interviews, as you alluded to, um, he's a family man. This is why he come to Liverpool, because he spoke to Virgil van Dijk. That Virgil said it was like a family, everyone's together. And it's about creating that right environment. And that all comes down to Jürgen club but fundamentally the players as well. And this notion of people linking Kylian Mbappe with Liverpool, I think he'd really struggle in terms of unless he had got put on the straight and narrow in terms of his psychological game focusing on his football but Cody I think he's going to be an absolute star mate and statistically when you look at the those stats mates it was like 46 goals contributions slash assists in like something mad 40 odd goals in like a in in the last year which is quite frankly remarkable and even if he'd done half of that he'd be an absolute bloody star in the Premier League I think it would very much if he does have that impact, mate, and that's what we've said all of us when we've watched Liverpool. We need that will divert the attention from the likes of Darwin Nunes, it takes some attention off Mohamed Saleh, it creates so much space for opposition teams and very two different players. Luis Diaz is very much a byline player, then he's someone that stretches the team. But when you look at the heat maps and the, the areas in which Gatpo does pick up, it's those inside channels. He's not afraid. He plays his best football, as he said, in, fr- in front of him. He likes to strike the ball, as he said, with his left and right. And, uh, yeah, it's the physical aspect as well, Owen. I don't know how you feel or the, the lads. Adding that element to Liverpool's game, and I was speaking to a couple of PSV um, fans in the comment section below a couple of nights ago, me and Spider and Connor. And you were saying he's got a dirty cross on him, which I is good. So if he's if that's a facet of his game that is added to Liverpool's game, we could do with that more elements to our game down that left with Robo and obviously Gakpo with Cody down the left
1: with Darwin to hit mm-hmm. in the middle. Absolutely. So so are you saying I've convinced you and he's gonna be the new Thierry Henry?
3: Yeah, of course.
1: Yeah, of course. Excellent stuff. Nigel, how about you? Are you sticking to your guns? He's not going to be there yet or
4: might not get there. Just to start off, I thought I was in a remake of my cousin Vinny there for a minute. Um, the <laughs> start of it, like, like the arraignment. Guilty or not guilty. And you can't explain what's going on. But I think, haven't seen enough of him really to comment, but his stats are good. Hoping he's coming into the right environment and he can do. I don't want to see the new Thierry Henry. I want to see the real Cody Gatpo. I don't care about Thierry Henry. He never played for us. Um,
1: he wanted to though but, yeah okay everyone <laughs> wants to
4: but um yeah no yeah. I, I just hope like he's got like you said he's got the right attitude he was saying about the quotes attributed to him about going to um united and saying he didn't really want to go it was kind of kind of been shoved down his throat a bit with the but he says now he wanted to come to Liverpool because it's a family club and all this kind of thing. And he's a family man and perfect. So we want him to kind of hit the ground running, like the lads said, get out there. We probably, well, according to what Jorgen was saying today, we might not see him on Monday night. We might have to wait till Wolves next weekend in the FA Cup. But how many times have we seen, remember a few years ago, we had a Dutch guy making his debut against in the FA Cup and he scored a winning goal against Everton, I do believe. Um, Would
1: that be Virgil van Dijk? Yes, exactly. I think I do remember that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah.
4: Yeah, but I, I think yeah. Um, I think he's going to be great. I really do. I think he's going to be fantastic because he's big. He's six feet four. He's got pace. He's got a cross on him. I was watching some highlights from the other night in the area of the Now it might not be the greatest league in the world, but it isn't too bad. You know, he still got to do the job. He still got to put the crosses in or score the goals. And he scored. That, that, he scored a brilliant goal in the World Cup. That one from outside the box into the top corner. I was watching. I remember watching it work, and I was looking at it.
1: Oh my God, that's a great goal. Well, that's something that... Because uh, I've been through 13 pages of a PSV fan forum. I've been through all 13 pages today, reading all the comments, and they all talk about his he's lethal from long range, and that's going to give us a big new weapon. We haven't had that.
3: I was going to we say, we've missed that for a very long time.
1: Yes, exactly, exactly. And, uh, you know, just more stats that might help convinced the naysayers. So nine goals, 12 assists uh, is, you know, first for goals and first for assists in this season's Eredivisie. Uh, In terms of shots, he's had 51 shots, which is also first in the league. Chances created, he's created 59 chances and got 12 assists from that. That's also first in the league for chances created. And in terms of take-ons completed, 26 successful take-ons completed first in the league. So basically, he can dribble, he can create chances, he can shoot, he can assist, and he can score. Apart from that, he's tall, he can head the ball, and he's cool in big situations like the World Cup. And apart from that, he's rubbish. Okay, so, yeah. But it's a good feeling, Spider, to have gazumped manchester united again because they were apparently again i did a lot of research a lot of research they had agreed terms with him uh but you know because united didn't get champions league last season that's why he didn't go to them that's the only reason and then now we've swooped in, like we swooped in with Luis Diaz and we swooped in with Darwin Nunez as well, who was also going to go to Manchester United, lest we forget. What do you reckon I, to all this? I, uh,
2: I, for me, uh, you know, he seems like a smart boy making these decisions himself, you know, not going to not going to clubs like that. I, I, I think he might have, you know, lent on the shores of a few people that are playing over this way as well. In, in the in the EPL and ask them you know what kind of a state really is Manchester United and what's the atmosphere there, like what's the atmosphere like at other clubs. You know Verge has definitely been talking about how good Liverpool is for the last few years. He loves it here. you know um has probably been easier saying, oh, why did I ever leave? It was just the best club I was ever at. you know he keeps he keeps saying that everywhere now. So uh, but you hear it from all these guys that leave Liverpool. You know, they always want to come back. Albert Moreno is one of these people that you never, ever see... You know, that could have had the worst time at Liverpool because of his situation, still loves the club. When he won and beat United with Villarreal, he was saying, get out Liverpool fans yeah. you know, he was like, get out Manchester United, <laughs> out. you know Liverpool just, yeah, get out! And he said, yeah, it was brilliant, you know. So that'll just tell you how much of an affiliation they have with the club and how much the club means to them even if they don't have the best careers or personal time there. So that's, that's a standout for him straight away. Um, Also with uh Klopp is he's, he's a very Christian man. He's 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 you know he's a very loyal man. He's he he sticks with, he tries to work with everybody he possibly can. He has those beliefs going on through the guys within the squad of just having good morals, good standing, good respect. And um and the club runs like that. And they're they're like if there's any like slight little differences, it it's dealt with really quickly and really fast, which is very rare because he's he, he tends to convert players' mindsets when they come in. So but to to have that type of player or to, to get to that stage in the first place, he looks for the right type of player with the right attitude and the right work ethic. And um and that is just an easy, you know, transition into Liverpool. And you find it straight away that it's 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 Gakpo will just thrive in, in, in a place like Liverpool. He's gonna the position is wide open for him at the moment with Jata and Luis Diaz, so he doesn't have to really come in and challenge for a place. But he'll want to prove himself, and he'll have the opportunity. He'll have opportunity after opportunity to prove himself. With regards to maybe not starting on Monday, I, I don't know yet, um, because yeah, clock, clock, we'll, he
1: wasn't. He, he he probably won't, and he probably okay. he'll probably use use the time because because there's a bank holiday on Monday. Okay. And so the registration papers won't be done till midday on the second, and it'll be too soon okay. probably.
2: Maybe okay, but oh, so yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah for Brentford, you're talking about. It. Yeah, yeah. For, yeah, for
2: Brentford. Yeah, sorry. Mm. And um, so, I don't know, it's it, something similar kind of happened with Luis Suarez that time, and all of a sudden he came on for the last was it 20 minutes and scored a goal that time, you know. So, I, I I remember something similar happening that way. But uh, look, I'm looking forward to seeing him playing. He looks like a fantastic talent. His stats back it up. Um, the Premier League is, is his for the, t- the taking now. In the position that he's in, I I don't see many people that's that's in his position. I mean, you said it yourself earlier. Nobody's talking as as Nigel said. Nobody's talking about Grealish, who's who's at a woeful time at at City to be honest with you. And I even said it beforehand. How is how is anybody rating this guy at hundred? And million? Anthony
3: as well, sorry, right. And Anthony, um, yeah,
2: yeah, 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 right. And it's um, it's so like I I just don't see it rating. Like I know even at Ireland, let's say at his time when he was playing with Ireland. Uh, I, I'm not salty about the, like in that kind of way. So I don't think I'm a salty person when it comes to moving from Ireland to England. He, a guy, he's a young kid. He can choose what he wants to play when it comes to the when he comes of age. But um, at Ireland he was a different type of player. Pre that time, you know, he he didn't have like giant calves in him. He was a very skillful. He would take you and he would run to the body line. He would skip in and out of players, and then he started getting multiple injuries. And it was the type of training that he was doing. And you must ask yourself, would a guy with calves that big? What you know, and the same thing kind of happened with Shakiri and stuff. Are they overdoing their gym work rather than overdoing their footwork? And and mm-hmm. that to me just spells time on the sidelines. Shakiri is one of these guys. Uh, uh, I know Grealish seems to be one of those guys. I haven't learned a lesson. He, he all he does know is a lot of strafing left and right and then passes back and there's no more take ons anymore from him and that's what i've noticed and if he does try to take people on, he's diving straight to the floor straight away so there is no more for me there is no more footwork there from him and how he got the how Aston Villa got 100 million from i never understand And they they got about the a steal you know they've they've really done one over city for me so yeah, yeah.
1: absolutely absolutely I, f- I found those stats uh comparing jack grealish to darwin Nunes, i mean it took me took me a minute wow. To, to to look up uh things that obviously refute what uh that, that idiot Ogden had mm, to say. Yeah six hundred and twenty three minutes per goal for Jack Grealish wow. this season. Six hundred and twenty three minutes per goal. Darwin Nunez hundred and thirty nine. Uh Jack Grealish has only managed twelve shots in a hell of a lot of playing time. His shooting accuracy is twenty-five percent in the same time Darwin the agent of chaos, 45 <laughs> shots, wow. 45 compared to 12 this season. And Jack Greenish has played two or three times more football than Darwin. It's crazy. It's even,
2: even with this one, you got to understand, look at Darwin's start. It, it's the first, let's say, the first 20 games. He started a third of them, just over a third of them mm-hmm. as, as a starter. The rest of the time, he's come on off the bench or whatever. Exactly. He's had nine goals and five assists in that period of time, at yep. least. And, and everybody's talking about Gab, uh, Gabriel Jesus. About, wow. but, but Man. Nunez, Nunez has had a better start than Suarez, Torres, Van Nistelrooy, Ronaldo, um, Rooney, and uh, I think it was somebody else uh, that I nice. see on the list. It's a better, it's a better start, a better start. and that. It's yeah, it's it's ridiculous though at this stage. So
1: uh, oh, sorry, I got the little kid coming. That's in. That's all right. That's all right. We'll 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 uh, hello. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, but um, uh, yeah, oh, so Continue, yeah. No, no, no.
2: That's it. That's that's the whole point. It was, uh, it was his best start. or um, he's had a better start than all of these guys put together. And I, I just don't know where it is. It's just, a, I think it's just an anti Liverpool thing because of the stage we're at in the last
1: five or six years. So that's that's the way it is for me. Yeah, you're getting the thumbs up from Nigel there. That's an amazing stat. Yeah, absolutely. But it's not surprising because he's been absolutely electric, Darwin. He's been brilliant. He's like Andy Carroll, but with a load more talent. Um, uh, Jack, let's go, you know, talk about who you're looking forward to seeing, basically. It, not just against Leicester, but against Brentford, apart from Gakpo, apart from Darwin, apart from the people we talked about already. I'm really excited about a freshly rested Andy Robbo and a freshly rested Mo Salah. I'm really excited about Eboo, and that's just the top three off the top of my head. What about you?
3: Yeah, no, I haven't spoken to you after uh, I spoke to any oh, spider Spider, um, after the, uh, the Villa game. My both in the this week. I don't know how you lads feel and, and anyone listening. The Liverpool's fullbacks, we thrived so much over the last three, four year period, and I think obviously Trent. He's back to his brilliant best by the looks of it. That first initial pass over the back line of Villa to find <laughs> Robbo. How it's... many
1: times have you watched it? Sorry to interrupt. How many I'm, times I'm, have watched
3: I'm it? still watching it now. <laughs> it's, it's on repeat. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it's just a little, it's, it's poetry emotion. Like every single time he gets on the ball. But well, what I liked about Robbo's performance, and hopefully for the next couple of weeks and months to come, come on to the back end of this. Oh, we lost Jack for a moment, I think. At the
1: back end of the, and he's gone. Could oh, no. could, could have been oh, anything. Can you hear me? Oh no, we lost you for a minute. At oh the back no. end oh, of something.
3: Was that an animal, or was that the back end? Oh, of the it's Probably, probably City fans, is it? You never know. Back end um... of the City fans. <laughs> no, city oh, fans sorry. outside. Outside <laughs> oh, back <laughs> oh, oh, yes, okay. uh, out <laughs> of the air Wi-Fi. Okay, how about um or Manchester <laughs> United fans still triggered after Gapo. Um, <laughs> but what I was saying, sorry, really guys. Yeah, it was just. I'm hoping to see the full backs. Liverpool. Obviously, we thrived against Villa, and uh, going into the future. Weeks and months to come. I think Liverpool, fundamentally, we've played so well through our full backs. And I liked what I liked most was seeing Robbo inside the penalty area, running at the back post. I think Liverpool creates so many opportunities in, into the six yard box. And as we mentioned with Gakpo, We've got different facets to our game now. Uh, I think Jurgen Klopp was on on record of speaking off the back of what what would this mean, Cody Gakpo to Liverpool from a statistic and formation point of view. Is like you can play the strike position, play left wing, play right wing, you can play the number ten as well. So and um, he was going through all the formations, four four two, four two three one, a whole mix of them, and that's what we need. Uh, how many times, especially this season especially against the likes of Forest and even, uh, I always mention it, the, the bloody game last season against Spurs when you've got a team sitting behind the ball full straight and yeah, just, just trying something dif- different. But Robo's Robo and Trent, I think that rest has done them in the bloody world of good. And I don't know if Nigel probably mentioned Fabinho, he's... He's back, I feel. I don't want to jinx it too much, but I think he is back and hopefully with the addition of one or two midfielders in the window, I think once we get the best Fabinho back, I think Liverpool easily start winning games of football.
1: I hope that can happen. For me, he put in a couple of real corking tackles uh, the other day against Villa um, but he's still just there's something about his movement that's like I don't know 2 or 3% slower than he was but I don't know I don't know what about you Nigel who, who are you looking forward to seeing what are you looking forward to I
4: just want us to close down a little bit Um, we were kind of wide open starting the second half in particular the other day we were wide open um, and we nearly paid for it we very nearly paid but they got a goal disallowed early on second half and we just kept getting caught and getting caught and getting caught Um, we just need to Kind of shore up once we got it to grips with it after well it took about 25 minutes 25 minutes even half an hour of the second half we got our asses handed to us um, we were poor we were really poor um it just needs to there needs to be a little bit more in it. um i just want to address that, that, that something there um when we bought Mane, Salah Virgil Ali he seems to be blind I saw it somewhere today he seemed to be trying to buy players of a certain age in blocks and he's doing it again Darwin Nunes 23 Cody Gakpo 23 and it's just he seems to be trying to play to kind of build another team coming on the back of Bobby Verge, Mo all hitting the 30 mark Henderson well yeah I won't Milner I know he's a bit further on but um, I think I think it's it's very good uh, tactic wise. Now I I also saw something like, I'm not sure how true it is that we've put in a bid for ca- Casado um, on online there somewhere. I'm not sure exactly how old Casado is even.
1: I think he's 23, but I'll look it up. He's uh, 21. Oh, 21, 21. only. 21. Wow. Okay.
4: It's 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 that thing again. It's Diaz 25, Jota 25. It's it's this thing again. He's building blocks of these players, all about it's the really same age, two or three years of each other. I think it's I think it's a very very good plan. So the team mm-hmm. will evolve like this team has, and he just builds. It's it's Bob Paisley did it for years, mm-hmm. bringing one or two players every season just to turn the thing around. But
1: that's a slightly different approach, though, I think, than buying in blocks, like what what you're saying. I think Klopp is clearly listening to Carpon on podcasts because it's an idea I was mentioning just two weeks ago that we needed to buy players who can reach their prime together like we have done. And uh, you know, so he's obviously taking it to heart. Sorry, for, sorry to ruin your Christmas, Julian Ward. Getting you to work, get this
3: deal over the line.
1: But uh, no, it's uh,
3: he was it, loving it last yesterday, though, when he, we were giving him the plaudits. Did you see it? that? Did you see that clop hug with Gaffo, and you got Julian in the background, like, oh, oh, "Go ahead, boys, there okay, we go."
1: Okay, there we go. He was there, loitering. Excellent stuff. It's very exciting. No, it's a really good point. It's a really, really good point, and I think that's that's huge. I mean, our attacking options now, Spider, they're absolutely insane, because we've got. I mean, let's say for next season, right? We'll have Jota. Um, Klopp said today in his press conference that he wants Firmino to stay, and he was very clear about that. And that's great news. It's just it's up to Bobby if he wants to leave or not. But mm. let's assume he stays. Why we've got you... Bobby. Hang on, I'm trying to make it. Okay. You can help me because my, my my memory is horrible. Yeah, yes. On the left, who, who we got who can play on the left? We've got Diaz, Jota, Diaz, Jota. Gakpo, uh Nunez can play there yep. as well. Nunez oh, yeah, can, play yeah. can play there. Okay.
2: And then in the middle, um, we've got, got Bobby, Nunez, Jota that can play there in the middle. Crazy. Uh, um, uh on the right, um Harvey can play there, Jota yep. can play there and yeah. um, Salah there. and Gakbo
1: can play there but he's much better yeah. on the left of and, yeah. and exactly Ben Doak we can't forget him and yeah, the, yeah. Fabio Carvalho you never know if he's going to become good in the next couple of years as well if
4: we wanted to yeah. switch the system sorry yeah Go if on. we wanted to switch the system as well we could actually play 3-5-2 and play a Robo and Trent as wing backs
1: we could absolutely yeah with a, with a back three of Ibu, Matip and Virgil that's not conceding Ooh. anything is it? No. Uh, yeah, we could do, but Knopp is a is a student of Wolfgang Frank, uh, and so he's unlikely to to lo- to deviate from uh, four at the back. But it might happen. It might happen. Um, but yeah. yes, or four two three one. But anyway, going forward, Spider, mm. this is yeah. the, I, I mean bananas. It's bananas. It's yeah. just
2: it's loony. It's you know we're at a point now where it's you know we've got a, we've got a nice backline set up. Uh, would have probably Matt, but his age probably be one of the next ones to leave or one was you know so that way Phillips is on his way out so you can see that there's going to be there could be a bit of work done there maybe in the summer again just to shore up with another young defender maybe being brought through or being brought in uh, the midfield we all know is the place that needs a bit of, of shoring up uh, but the front line if you've got the right midfielders to feed that front line it's 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 starting well with Gakpo, who can also play the number 10 role by the way and he can also play the centre of a four-two-three-one 2 and the left hand side of a four two three one which is a lamb and somebody was trying to tell me today that there was no such thing as a left and tack in midfielder for some reason. I was like have you never have you never watched 4 2 2 2 with Kaka and you know on one side and I was like, yeah lamb is just not in FIFA lad you know it was an actual position and he was like <laughs> oh you're playing FIFA and I was like what what are you animal but anyway and um but like he's there's mon- there's multiple positions, and what 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 the key phrases is here is the versatility of our front line is ridiculous. We have the most versatile playing front line in the league at the moment, I think. Um, you don't normally, you probably see there's a handful of versatile players that do play in the league and do play on the side. We all know that Kevin De Bruyne can play left or right side of that central midfield, you know, and through the center, very versatile. We all know that Sun can play left-hand side, right-hand side, uh, or up front for, for Spurs, there's a handful of them. But there's nowhere near the level of versatility that we have now at, at Liverpool. Um, each nearly each player can play any position across that front line if asked to. Uh, would would it be preferred? No, I mean Gakpo has been has said himself he can play a striker. But he doesn't like to have his back to goal. He likes running at defenders, and that's what he likes. But that's not saying that he can't play there. He plays a number ten role. He could play the false nine, who could take off from Bobby if we have a Diaz available. You know, if you don't want to play a game where Nunez is running, uh, you know, gung ho at people, and we have to shore up a game completely, he can come in here and do that job. Um, he, he's he's obviously much better on the left side, uh, and coming in from that side. So, for me, Bobby has a place in this team. Until he retires. I I don't care what role it is. Um, He's been one of my favourite players to ever play for Liverpool. His attitude, um, where he came from, his upbringing. The minute he came, the the fact that he chose, uh, at the the same time, it was between him and Memphis to play to go to United. And we forced United's hand to go for Memphis because we we flew over there and we, we got a hold of Bobby and said, we're going to get this player in because he's very versatile. And we got Bobby in. And ever since he's been, he's been nothing but outstanding for Liverpool in in his work rate, his ethic, how he's how he's handled himself. He's never had a bad thing to say about the club, even when he's not when he's been sidelined, uh, when he's not playing, when he's when he's been played out of position. Never complains. Always plays with a smile on his face, and that rubs off on the rest of the team as well. So I think I think Bobby's own attitude has been one of the key factors for Klopp in the dressing room, even though at the t- at the start he didn't have much English himself, you know. Um so it's it's just his influence is is going to be remembered in Liverpool for a long time. He is definitely a Liverpool legend by a country mile. Um and he is probably going to go down in history as the best false nine. That ever was not the best striker, not the best midfielder, not the best winger. The false name. I think, I think the role was pretty much invented for him. And, yeah, um, we
1: yeah. we would say that. Yeah, Liverpool yeah. fans would say that. Would. The rest of the world would be like, "No, what are you on about?" And yeah. sending you know gifts of I don't know Ali, Ali McCoist or whatever. I don't know, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, yeah. No, I, I I I heartily agree. Yeah, Bobby, maybe he could drop back into midfield, yeah. and you know, um jack the 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 midfield question the caicedo rumors they are rumors they started I, I i've you know sort of tried to find the source of all the big um you know twitter gossip that goes on and it's uh, a publication in ecuador and i don't know i've no idea if they're if they're a tabloid if they're if they're you know, something you should trust or someone that you shouldn't trust. Um No idea, but it does come from there. This rumor that Kaiseido is, is getting closer, something like 70 million um or Liverpool have bid close to, the, Liverpool have bid something that the Brighton uh authorities, the the Brighton leadership have, have accepted. That's the, that's what they tweeted. It could just be for clicks, but Kaiseido is someone that we've mentioned before as someone who would be ideal, ideal for Liverpool, and I'm against the idea of buying Enzo and Jude, for example. Even if Enzo's going go to Chelsea, but I would rather buy Kaiseido and McAllister and give fifty million to a to a hospital, to be honest, because I think I think it's crazy. Like if if, anyone, if anyone's going to stop for a moment and think, you know like the difference between you, you mentioned Anthony before 80 million and Gakpo 37 million, Mm -hmm. I mean, you can give, you can, you know, you can give another 40 million to a charity or some kind of worthy cause rather than just spend it on footballers. I'm against it. I've been thinking about it a lot. I'd rather have Kaysedo McAllister and someone else or even better, can I say to McAllister and give loads of money to the to the area? You know, like I don't know. It just seems it just seems weird because you can be you can be competitive without superstars.
3: Yeah, and I think Brighton have to be very much applauded. I think all of us watch in you know, awe. In reality, I think Julian Ward's and um, when the lads do eventually leave, uh, obviously the strategic people. I think we've got to have a little word over a couple of the year. Brighton people in in the know behind what whatever they're doing is absolutely phenomenal i did watch quite a lot of the ecuador games he's exactly what we need and we've already spoke about this and you alluded to it owen if Fabinho, massive if if he has lost that 5 20 yard of pace fundamentally we know how important liverpool's midfielders we spoke about the press not being there nigel alluded to it especially in that second half against villa and we've seen it this season it's it's difficult for certain players you will eventually hit a, a breaking point or a time in their career where they might need to evolve their game stephen gerrard have had to do that he went a lot more deeper. He went 20 30 yards deeper um all the greatest players always go a bit more deeper you never know fabinho one day in his latter stage of his career probably will become a center back you never know how his game does evolve but like i say though He's exactly what we need, and I'm very much under the same influence. Spiders, uh, as well, me and Spider spoke about this last night as well. Well, you've you've absolutely hit the nail on the head with Owen in terms of just buying probably two players for the price of one because we're not like a Manchester City where we've already spoke about Nigel was absolutely spot on. Where we back currently, we're buying in blocks, but City buy a whole team in one season or one window. We, of course, the money is there. and. I'm not buying into this notion in the articles that's i woke up this morning i don't know if you've seen it lads or anyone listening go and check it out there's there's a couple of articles out there pleading that liverpool haven't got money we have got money and liverpool work in the shadows and i'd much rather whole i don't know if it's a case in point of liverpool publicly saying it due to the fact of not wanting to be ripped off in all honesty with I like to say there other teams to say, oh, yes, we've got 200 million budget, um, which we probably have. I'm mean, that's good. But yeah, I'm excited, mate, that every Liverpool fan around the world, we know the lads need help in midfield. And I think if we can get one player in this window, fantastic. Um, It would help massively um, with our goals going into next season. I still think we need two,
1: but uh, yeah. but is back, <laughs> Nigel. Oh, no, don't worry about it. I've been <laughs> new, new, new signing, new signing, yeah, yeah. He's like a new signing. Oh, no, Nigel's running, running
4: out. out, he's running away. Uh,
1: now, what's what, what do you reckon? What are your hopes for uh bringing in other people in January, Nigel?
4: Yeah, well, hopefully the guys' thing comes through. Um, like the lads said, we're not like City. we don't play uh, uh six packs of fullbacks, you know, and uh, for 300 million, like and uh, one of them turns out to be a rapist. Um, so you know, um no we we i think we do our due diligence on players and um, unfortunately the thing with Caicedo is he's playing in england and it's going to be slightly more like we've done really well the last few years on buying players like we've I've, i said it the last time we were on we were talking about our players 34 million Mo Salah, 29 million bobby Firmino, 30 million was a little bit possibly People thought it was a little bit over for Sadio Mane when we bought him from Southampton, another English club, but it turned out to be an absolute bargain. Um, if we have to pay £70 million, like Spider said, the guy's 21 with a huge ceiling that he hasn't gone anywhere near yet, would suit us down to the ground. Um, I, I just think, you know, our due our, diligence, our, the way we lay out transfers is very good. Like they were saying the other day, United are not going to be afford, able to afford anybody except for loan deals. I mean, that's how are you... Well, <laughs> Look at the money they've spent in the last few years like i mean it's just throwing money around 80 million on harry Maguire. like
1: he could criminal 80 million on anthony i mean it's early days but i mean i've only seen him a few times he seems to be brilliant at running really fast down the wing and winning corners but apart from that i don't know 50 uh...
4: million on one massacre like i mean you keep you can keep going on, on the guys they've spent huge money on that that we have addressed like we basically got Andy Robertson for free because we gave Hull Kevin Stewart and like eight million, <laughs> you know what I mean, and and, and we like we paid seventy five million for Virgil Van Dyke, and then United said, oh no no no, we'll we'll pay eighty million, we'll break your your record, and we we'll go out and we we'll, we'll spend eighty million on the the, the, the new Bobby Moore. You know
0: what i mean <laughs> absolutely absolutely yeah.
1: no yeah it makes sense it makes sense and uh, you know we're, we're playing we're playing the smart way and the smart way always wins um spider i'm going to give you for for the last uh for the last word uh from today thank you very much um for joining us but uh before no then problem. actually 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 before then mm-hmm. just tell us about your channel jack and then spider you tell us about your channel and then i'll 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 ask you the question as well. Jack, what's going on with Anfield Road TV these days?
3: Yeah, uh, thank you very much, fundamentally Owen, for letting me come on. And hopefully everyone listening has had a fantastic new year and have a great new year with friends and family. And I said, and hopefully the Reds are, are back to winning ways, as we know. And it's an exciting season to come ahead. But yeah, it's uh, mostly evening shows. Everyone, Anfield Road TV, you can find us on all and platforms on facebook and youtube as well mate um but yeah it's just built a, an amazing community a lot of rival fans very sensible rival fans as well uh, just talk talk all things liverpool fundamentally and of course you mix mix and match with uh, a lot of uh football content and spider um is on there quite regular and hopefully owen and, and obviously nigel and will be getting a, a lot more people involved as well throughout the season but uh thank you mate yeah
1: i mean it'd be a pleasure to be back anytime you like do check it out listeners anfield road tv and spider what about you what's going on with your channel
2: Right, well, uh, mainly, I do, like, my channel is basically all watch-alongs, and, you know, um, and I discuss things as I'm watching the game, like if it was topics that were happening throughout the week, so that's kind of what I do with the game. Um, Most of the time, I am on Anfield Road TV with Jack, uh, when we're talking about topics and discussing stuff like that. um. And on the other side of things, I also have a gaming channel called Irish Spider Guy, and we do a lot of late-night gaming. And I, I, I talk to a lot of guys that were like, you know, Suicide Awareness and stuff like that, that come in and talk to me in chat. And, and they've done that with, on certain games for years. Um, they haven't been around the last two months, so I'm hoping all is good. But like, uh, at the same time, uh, myself and Jack have a few things in the pipeline as well coming up,
1: uh, Premier League channel-wise and stuff like that. So there's a, there's a lot going on great great answer and, and wonderful stuff and do so do check it out absolutely uh listeners it's it's um yeah super yeah mental health do uh speak to people if you're if you're struggling if you feel the needs so, you know there are loads of loads of people who are out there uh you know ready to listen i think you know loads of trained people out there so do uh, reach out if you feel the need and yeah i do hope everyone's everyone's having a great christmas i do have one more question spider it's about thierry henry right right 24 years old yeah uh, no sorry 23 years old thierry henry had 24 goals and five assists in the premier league okay in an entire premier league season 33 matches he played out of 38. 24 goals five assists next year Gakpo will be 24. Um, Thierry Henry had 24 goals and 20 assists at that age. Pretty amazing. The year after that, Thierry Henry got 30 goals and six assists uh, as Arsenal won, won the league in 03-04. Okay. Am I getting anywhere to convincing you? Yeah, you're getting
2: there. I mean, but the th- the difference between <laughs> Thierry Henry and, and Cody Gakpo is that Thierry Henry was a converted winger into a striker. And Gakpo is going to stay a winger. So it just depends. Can he do a ratio of goals? Can he do a ratio of goals to Henry? Then you'd say, yeah, you know, he's on pair. Ratio is like, because what 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 would a left winger get in comparison to a striker of goals? They get a lot less. But if he can keep up, you know, a percentage that race, or if he goes out and gets, let's say, 14 to 17 goals in a season, then that's a fantastic season for a left winger. You know, so, and with the assists, if his assists are or, or above that, then you're thinking, okay, so there's the balance, there's the ratio. You know, Henri would have assists as well as you know, maybe three or four times the goals in the amounts, whereas you'd want it to be on pair or level or a bit more in the assists from the left wing. And if you get that out of Cody Gakbo, I think we've got a real gem in our hands
3: and it's all going to be dwarfed by ireland if he continues scoring the amount of goals <laughs> yeah, like, it, it doesn't look like a 10 percent of his goals contribution anyway but it, well, it's, it's, it's good there's no
1: there's no pressure on anyone yeah. else <laughs> can keep breaking the records so and we'll we'll keep uh, winning the trophies um but yeah no i think I, I think yeah i think you're right i think i think I think we will have a lot of rotation amongst our front three these days. Yeah. I reckon, you know, in the future, in the next couple of years, Mo Salah can play in the center, of course. Yeah. Darwin can play across that line. Gakpo as well. Um, Luis Diaz, okay, he's better off the left, but. It's so much to look forward to. There's so much to look forward to. This has been a very sad day for the world of football because we've lost Pele today. Yeah. And I just want to end on a poem, <coughs> excuse me, by one of my favourite poets, the great Hang Dynasty poet, Li Bai, and this is just an excerpt from one of his poems. Um, when I was 16, you left on a long journey through the gorges of Chutang over and whirling water. And when came the fifth month, more than I could bear, I tried to hear the monkeys in your lofty, far-off sky. Your footprints by our door, where I had watched you go, were hidden, every one of them, under green moss, hidden under moss too deep to sweep away. And the first autumn wind added fallen leaves, but now in the eighth month, bright yellow butterflies hover two by two in our West Garden grasses. Thank you very much, everybody. R.I.P. to Pele. Thank you to my guests. Thank you to the listeners. You are loved and cherished, whoever you are, wherever you are. This has been Cop On. You'll never walk alone.